When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and podcast and we are back for your first match reaction of Newcastle United's 2023-2024 campaign. Uh, I am Chris, joined by Scott. And Scott, let's just dive straight into it. So Gated played host today for Newcastle's first pre-season. We do have another one coming up in just a few days' time as well at uh, Glasgow Rangers. Uh, but yep, first one. Out of the way, Scott, and let's just go through the starting lineup first of all. I think with the starting lineup, we were probably expecting something similar. It's always a bit of a mixture. Um, the team news came out, and nobody really knew was playing where. Or I think Kieran Trippier had a spell in midfield at, at one point as well. Yeah. Um, so it was a bit of a, a mixed match of, of of players playing in there in regards to lineup, and it's something which you just expect with preseason now, isn't it? It is. I mean, yeah, you had Trippier, Mankio on one side and you had Target and Lewis on the other side. And you think, well, hang on. There's two left backs, two right backs and Dan Burns running that mix. Mm. Are we playing six at the back? Like what's going on? But yeah, you, as you as you said, it, it seemed to be that Trippier came in into that centre midfield role. Um, and was it Lewis filled in on kind of the, the left wing? Yeah. Um. Or or just behind. It was. He was. I think he was also playing in the middle a little bit. But yeah, him and Elliot Anderson were kind of playing on the on the on the left a little bit there. Um. But yeah, like you say, it's pre-season. They've been back what four days, I think, and some of them even some of them less. Were yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, I wasn't expecting to see you like to Bruno, Joe Linton, you know, even Callum Wilson, because you saw the video that the club released yesterday. They've only just yeah. got back into training. Some of them aren't even you know ready. Um. To, to play so yeah it was um the only surprise for me if I'm gonna be honest was called Dolo. I didn't expect Dolo to, to play. I thought mm. he'd go through Carius and Gillespie or Dubravka. Yeah uh, they're obviously there were there were three kind of behind Pope and then you're expecting Dolo to maybe be moved on this season. Uh, yeah you would you would expect sorry. that hundred percent yeah yeah hundred percent I don't think Doll will feature uh, in this no. campaign for us um obviously he might get a couple of preseason games there but he's not going to be a regular feature like we saw last year he went out on loan and you you would be thinking that the club are looking at at selling him not loaning this season but selling um, yeah. and and he, he probably deserves that move as well mate because he's a decent goalkeeper at the end of the day mm-hmm. um uh, what one of the players I want to highlight and just anybody watching or listening to this one right now, it's going to be very brief. This okay, and um, it's not your typical match reaction. We'll go through the the, the in depth of game, uh, but Maxi had a kind of a free roll um, across that front three. He seemed to be finding himself everywhere. Um, yeah, I'd say typically from 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 what I've seen in the game today, he was playing as a striker most of it. Yeah, it was it was almost like a false nine. 
Um, mm. He was almost like playing, you would play him off the back of a striker, but there wasn't anyone in front of him. So I think the problem we're seeing, and we've seen this in the first half with the, you know, with the scoreline and, and with the lack of goals from our end, was there was nobody really getting into that box because Maxi yeah. was coming deep to get the ball, turning, you know, passing it, playing it, you know, running. But then there's no one in front of him where he should have been that man. But yeah, um, change it in the second half. We'll come to that in a bit. But um, yeah, it was a, it was almost a free roll for him. And like I say, him and Elliot Anderson were kind of the two focal points up front, which. Mm. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing when you talk about on a focal point up front because neither of them are particularly tall. They're not really good at holding the ball up. They're not that sort of player, but it's kind of what they went with. Um, you know, but like you say, I think with this game, we've said it before, this it wasn't so much about the performance. It was more really about just getting minutes in the legs, getting gas in yeah. the tank, and just, you know, having having a run out, getting getting those players back on the field and, and seeing what they can do. Yeah, you're right, mate. And the commentators mentioned it throughout, and the commentators were, were pretty funny <laughs> as well. Yeah, it was, it was good. Mark, it was more I'm not sure who else was the, the main uh, commentator, but they were quite funny <laughs> throughout there, uh, basically picking them, the, taking them out of each other for getting the, the pronunciations of the players wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Manquillo was a perfect, and Taggart. Taggart back from last preseason. <laughs> you remember when we played last preseason? They had yeah. Taggart as well. So yeah, he's come back to make his camera. They had a good um, laugh throughout that one. Um, in regards to the game, Scott, um, mm-hmm. Newcastle, as we saw last season, they like to play with the ball on the deck, uh, and yeah. we saw that a lot. And the two goals that were conceded, it became well, those happened because of, of errors. The first one being Longstaff, God knows, just. Yeah. hesitating on the ball with the ball on every studs and just comes in and then nick the ball off him and just took that away. And it, it happened throughout that first half where, and all credit to, to Gateshead because their high press was, was great. They just didn't give us an inch mm-hmm. in, our, in our um back four, back five, really. Um, and the second one, once again, the second goal, it, it's, it's just errors, isn't it? It is. I mean, that first goal, yeah, like you say, I think we win the ball back and Longstaff thinks he's got more time than he has, tries mm. to turn with it and there's a player there and nick it off him. Unfortunately, it's right on the edge of his own box and, you know, they're, they're then through and, and it's, I don't say it's an easy goal, but you'd expect a striker to, to finish that, Um, you know, no matter what level of football they're playing and if you want them on with the goalkeeper, you put the odds in the striker's hands for most of the time. Um, And then, yeah, that second one, it was just a number of mistakes, I think, individually. And then yeah. Darlow didn't, didn't really do much favours coming out like he did and didn't win the ball. And then they just had mm. a... I think it was their number nine who was just, you know, lurking on the edge of the box and made that run in when Darlow came out. Ball falls to him and he just, yeah, again, puts it home. Um, they were getting a few balls in over, over the top of us. They had a bit of pace up front, which, yeah. you know, we had Dan Byrne and... Um, Dan Byrne remember. made a couple of a couple of strange decisions, I would put it as. Yeah. Once again, another player that was just dispossessed with the ball at his feet far too often throughout that. I think as well, he's playing centre-back. Yeah. And you've got to think, he hasn't played centre-back for a season. Um, you know, that'll be... I mean, it shouldn't be alien to him, but... If you're used to playing left back and you've been playing that all the time, to be put back in left back just instantly is just kind of like, oh, okay. And given the fact, like you say, it's first game of preseason, mm. you're not really 100% switched on both physically and mentally. So, yeah, it was a it was a funny one, but yeah, he did. He made a couple of uh, couple of mistakes. Got a lot better when he moved into left back in the second half, um, which you know I think 
that's more his position now. I know people say he's a left, he's a centre back first, left back second, but I think looking at him today, and yeah, we can't take much from what we've seen today because, like I say, what the type of game it was, but he just seems a bit more comfortable in that left back role. Mm, yeah, like like you said, it's it's only forty five minutes, and and Dan Burn, we we've said that Dan Burn will probably get moved into the the centre back position if we do get a new left back coming this transfer window, but mm-hmm. centre back as a backup at this moment in time, because Fabian Shaw and, and Sven Botman are got your, your first two yeah. at the back there. Um, I think as the game went on, um, and well, actually, when we went out half-time there, were you worried? Because I was thinking, yes, it's pre-season, but it's a bit of a, a poor display of this so far. I mean, you don't want to lose any pre-season game, and especially not against a National League side. And no disrespect to, to um, Gateshead, you know, I mean... You just you just don't like you're a, you're a, mm. a Champions League side, not even just a Premier League side. Now, you know we're going into the Champions League, and you're just thinking, okay, yes, the lineup is. I think there was four first team players on the pitch, or maybe it's five. Um, you know, and, and that's me not including the likes of Richie, Mankio, and Jamal Lewis because they're not first team players; they're they're backup. And I think Lewis didn't even get in the squad. Uh, last season, I think, before, to, to be so... fair, I think I think you have to just because you mentioned his name there, Lewis. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't look like a great player, mate. He doesn't. He, he grew into the game. He looked very shaky to begin with. I thought second half he did a little bit better. I think they moved him a little bit further up the field. Um, and he, he did get you know him and Maxi were linking up okay in that second half. But, but I think that was when Maxi turned it on. Um, yeah. And I'm sure we'll come to that in a bit. But Maxi kind of flicked his switch or went into second gear, whatever mm-hmm. it was, and started to command the game a bit more and, and I think that just gave Lewis a bit more confidence to to make his runs. But yeah, first half, I think I remember he had a chance which he should Maxi have put it in. Put Maxi away. put it on a plate yeah. and he just missed kicked just it completely. Missed the ball completely. Yeah. yeah. Um so but again, that'll, obviously... just, that'll be I mean you've got to think he hasn't played football for a season. Like he hasn't played first team football because he hasn't been in the squad and he's been injured as well. So mm. um yeah, I you know you can give a little bit of slack, but I think yeah the, the player that we thought we were getting we haven't got yeah uh, when we're saying yeah. Jamal Lewis. You, you mentioned the partnership that you had with Maxi. I think the good mates off the off the, the field as well, them two mm. two lads. Yeah. Um and, and and Maxi, I thought he had a decent game in the first half as well. You mentioned the second half, but Maxi was just skipping past players left, right, and centre. And he was doing it was the Maxi of old where he would turn his back on the player and just do a loop around, yeah, then try it again and try it again. Every single time it was working it, and you would expect it, like you said against the likes of a National League team, you would expect Maxi to have a field day with him. He was making mm. them look like kids half the time. But then, as the game went on, second half, it was a the whole different Maxi in regards to everything he was doing, what was coming off, everything. Yeah. Yeah, well, like I said, they, they moved him out with the left and they put Elliot Anderson in the middle. And yeah. that just suited both of them down to the ground. Um, I mean, Maxi assisted Elliot's, the, the first goal from Elliot Anderson. Um, mm. Again, getting to the byline, I think there was one play where he got the byline and he just kind of went through a player like he wasn't even there. It's mm. kind of like a glitch in FIFA where you just go through the player. Um, unreal. But yeah, I mean, to go back to Maxi, on the first half, there was a couple of times where he was getting a bit frustrated where the ball wasn't coming to him early enough and he was getting offside a little bit. And he did seem a little slow, the you know, the beginning of that first half. And I think that's just rust. And you, you get mm. rid of that, you know, pretty quickly. And he seemed to pick it up. And like I say, second half, like we've been talking about there, totally different player and putting him in a different position works. I think I think we've seen enough from Maxi now to know that him playing down the middle as a striker doesn't work. Um, mm. He's not that type of player. He's, and I think he'd probably be the first to admit that himself. 
Um, he's either a 10 playing off someone or he's left or right wing. Yeah. Um, but like we say, move him out there and it, it just it just transformed his game a little bit. And like I say, he set up um, Anderson for that for his first goal and, and he got a, a goal, which Anderson returned the favour. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, I mean, yes, it was a bit of a tap-in, but you've seen players miss those. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all, se- all last season we saw players miss those. So, um, yeah, still a lot to do, but he, he took it well uh, in the end, uh, that second yeah. goal. Uh, so, Eddie Howe made mass changes uh, not, not too long after that uh, when Newcastle mm-hmm. are, are 2-2. And the, the all the youngsters, come on, every single one of them coming on. I think the only players left on the field were, like the senior players, were maybe Mankiw and Dan Byrne at one point. Um, I think it was Antarius and goal. Okay, yeah. so so there's mass changes there, and I think at that point we we thought oh, the game will, will quieten down now. But I think at that point we then went and dominated even more in, in that second half. The, 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 the lads which were out there had had a great thirty minutes on the field. Yeah, I think some someone put in our group chat going, "Okay, this will be game over now. The youngsters are coming mm. on. It'll just pedal out." But actually, if anything, we played better. Like the, yeah. you can tell those lads play with each other. Um, you know, and, and they're, they're regularly playing with each other because the they seem to just click a little bit better. Um, mm. I think the only player that they probably wouldn't have played with much was probably Ashby. Um, I don't know how much time he gets on the uh, the under twenty ones, but um, his injuries as well last season. He was and his injuries, yeah. yeah. Um, but Lewis Miley, I mean, he took the captain's armband first of all. That's quite a big thing for for a lot of his age to do. Um, even even just against Gateshead, it's still a massive thing for him. Very confident on the ball, and his uh, his assist for that third goal was it was a great yeah, goal, wasn't it? It was it was it was a great pass, and, and hats off to Nakuk as well. It was a really good finish, because um, again you see those just well, I would say Rose Ed, but there wasn't a Rose Ed in in, uh, in Gated at National Stadium, so the, you'd see them just fly in the time um, in that stadium probably. But uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was um, he just he just seemed to fit in, and he it, he just seemed comfortable. And him getting that um, the professional contract before the end of last season, mm. he's probably going to feature a fair amount for the first team. Maybe he's in like League Cup, FA Cup early rounds. He'll definitely be named in the Get Champions League squad because he's going to be one of our um, homegrown. Mm. He's going to be one of the the four that are the homegrown the talents you'd imagine anyway. Um, unless we bring someone back or you know something else, someone else comes through. Um, but yeah, I was impressed with him. Um, yeah, I, I think also uh, when he came on at half time, it was um, Murphy, Alex Murphy. He mm. looked pretty decent in defence as well. He looked quite solid. He didn't really put a foot wrong. Um, and the rest, like I said, I don't think they had enough time to really kind of showcase what they could do. But yeah, it's uh, you'd expect though preseason a lot of the youngsters. I think we talked about it on Canny Chatter this week. Like we'd expect a lot of the youngsters to come through, and especially the ones who were going to expect to you know, maybe feature a little bit either on the bench or get a few minutes here and there in the league and in the cup. Um, and like I say, it turned out there was 11 of them out there by mm. the end of the game. Um, oh, well, um, 10 uh, minus the keeper. I'm not going to lie. Um, there was at one moment where I thought this game may have got called off in that second half um, because yeah. the weather was biblical. And I don't yeah. think it it came across as, as, as bad as what it was on the stream, mm. which was going... Looking out your window and seeing it happen firsthand, <laughs> honestly, Scott, it was ridiculous. The downpour that we had, we had thinner and lightning. And like I said, it was biblical. And there was that one point where the ball just wasn't rolling. They're kicking mm. the ball, then then it, it it rolled a couple of times, and that was it, dead. And I thought we're running the risk here of one 
this pitch getting absolutely ripped to shreds with players sliding in. Uh, two, possible injuries to players as well, which yep. you don't want to see in pre-season. You don't want to see it at all now in pre-season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought the referee may have had a discussion at one point if there was another downpour on route thinking, shall we just uh, call it a game and, and end this one? Game yeah. continued, um, and, and, and luckily for us, we'll manage to claw back and get... Obviously, the, the the victory at the end of the day. But like we said at the very start, there it wasn't about winning this game. It was more about getting minutes for for these lads and getting them back into the routine of playing football. And that's all yeah. that preseason is. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned at the start of this, we've got Rangers in what was it, on Tuesday. Tuesday. I mean, that's two games in in a short period of time. You'd expect that he would have told them like just just go out and you know mm. just this is a training exercise really. Um, I, I think it maybe turned into a bit more of that. It actually was a fairly decent game. Um, mm. I think once you know, once Gates had kind of started bringing it to us, some of the players out there were like, "Oh, okay, then we're playing our so our way, let's go." Um, and you kind of saw a little bit of reaction. I think Rangers will be different. Although it is a testimonial game, um, I think we'll see maybe it's the likes of Bruno, Joe Linton, you know, yeah, maybe see Tonali get his first run out, or oh, you know, first few minutes maybe it's in the second half. Um, you know, I we're think what we will see, first Scott. team players. I think what we'll see is kind of the same starting of Levin and what we did today, a bit of a mixture and everything. But at the point where we saw today, all the youngsters come on, I think you'll see more of this. The more senior players get yeah. a, a couple of minutes and the likes of Bruno and Julian get 20 minutes out of the game or something like that. Um, I, I would expect that. Then not long after that, the lads are straight away on the tour of America yeah, as well. It's after US, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I was looking as well. So them US games are on like three, four in the morning. Yeah. Because uh, of the, especially the Atlanta, I think the Chelsea games are on two in the morning, something like that. So uh, mm. there'll be jet lag. There'll be there'll be all sorts going on through that tournament. Um, and we'll not be doing much reactions at that time in the morning. <laughs> <mate>. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. And then the, and then they're straight back for the Salah Cup. I think the Salah Cup's what fifth of August. It's the first weekend in August, I believe. Um, yeah. And then the season's back up and running the weekend mm. after. So there's not, you know, you. It doesn't seem like there's long left, although it's like almost a month away. Um, five weeks, is it now? But there's a lot of football in between these five mm. weeks. And I think it's good that we're doing it because we're going to be playing Champions League. We're going to be playing two games a week. We're going to be, you know, playing on the Sunday, then maybe it's on the Wednesday or whatever, whatever. So it's good that we're doing this. It's good that we're kind of overloaded by, by friendlies. Um, yeah, it's a fair going up against some fairly decent opposition as well. Like you know, the Gateshead game, yeah, it, it's it's great what we've done for the for Gateshead Club to get that. Um, yeah. And I think the commentator said, "Look, this was Eddie Howe and uh, Ashworth wanted this to happen." Um, so if people don't know, Gateshead got every single penny from that game today. Yeah, and that was obviously ticket sales along with it was ten ten quid, I think, to stream the the, the channel quid, yeah. today as well. Yeah. So everything went down, obviously Gateshead revenue as well, which is great for, from the club. I think we've done it before in the past with somebody else. I can't remember which team, but we'll have done it with maybe Darlington, it might have been. I can't remember. Um, but but there was another one way we've just obviously said, there we go, lads, that, that's all yours. And it's great for the club to do that. Yeah, I mean, in, in terms of the amount of money for Gateshead, it's a huge amount for us. It's probably a drop in the ocean. Like it, yeah. it's, it's nothing. So it's nice that they do it. You know, you wouldn't expect that to have happened under the previous ownership. Um, mm. given, you know, the penny pension that was going on back then. But, um, yeah, it's nice to do. Obviously, that roof on that stand that you saw throughout there needs rebuilt. I think they mentioned it blew off in the wind. Um, I don't know if that was a joke or if that actually happened. But, um, <laughs> you know, anything we can do to help get that back up and running because I think the second half, just after half time, you just saw that empty and everyone was stood right at the back. Or A lot of people went home. 
Uh, I know a few of our lot. Yeah, we knew a couple <laughs> of our lads because yeah. of the weather. A couple of our yeah. lads just was nah, not sitting in this because honestly, it was torrential. It was ridiculous <laughs> yeah. the way that rain came down. Um, but yeah, um, that that's us done for our match reaction. Let us know what you thought of the game. If you're impressed by any single player in there, or if any player let, let themselves down in that 90 minutes of football, um, we are back uh, full throttle now, Scott. Season ahead of us. So we'll be yeah. back with match previews, match reactions, uh, starting lineup predictions, podcast on a Monday night. Um, Scott hosts Canny Chatter every two weeks. We've got Andy Sixsmith, who's starting his podcast as well um, towards the end of this month. So we are non-stop. If you do want some content slightly earlier than everybody else, it is just two ninety nine a month to become a member uh, too, and that gets you access to the Telegram group. If you don't want to do that, just become a subscriber. It costs you absolutely nothing to do that. And if you don't want to do that, just like the video. That's all that we ask from you. Thanks very much, everybody. See you later. Podcast Network.